Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello, everyone. It is the Red Men TV podcast. I'm Paul Machen, Chris Pajak, and Ross Chanley. Join me for this one. You being bad boys? Wow. Always. It's like the, the yeah... Ultimate 90s boy band, just right in front of my eyes. We've uh, a kickoff question this week comes from Sulis Theodosiu. I reckon that'd have been quite good in a boy band. I mean, I, I can't know. sing for shit, but well, then no can, can they. they. <laughs> <laughs> don't need to. Auto-tune these days as well. Absolutely. Move around. We've done music videos. When he sings on it. Like, yeah, fucking you know. hell. <laughs> um, We've done music videos as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Happy. Anyway, the kickoff question is if you could clone one current Liverpool player, who would it be and why? Uh, Sulis's choice would be Fabinho to have wrong. one at the back and one in midfield. Just totally wrong. It's Virgil van Dijk. Yeah. <laughs> We'd have two in Virgil van Dijk. No, it said in the question, one becomes instantly fit. I didn't read that part. Note the clone that would be fit immediately. Oh, okay. Van Dijk then. <laughs> but you'd have one Virgil van Dijk. Yeah. Because you got one injured one and you'd have yeah. the clone would be fit. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so. <laughs> well, Fabinho, because he's fit, so you can have two of him. One DA, one centre-back. Centre-back's solved, midfield sound. At this point, it's not sexy, but Milner. Like, <laughs> That's a good shout. Having a few Milners about the place would be like, it'd be like multiplicity, Michael Keaton. Just, you'd have them performing a load of tasks. The more multiples of James Milner you could have, there's no problem he couldn't solve. You'd have to call him Mr. Milner like Mr. Anderson. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, Multiple Milner. And, and to be fair, though, like the form he's in, Jota, because who cares a shit about oh, the defence? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Go full 13 14 on it. No, surely it's got to be Virgil. Because yeah, like I get Fabinho because he's a boss player, but he's not a good as good a centre back as Virgil. So if you've got one Virgil Van Dijk, you win the league in European Cup. He could, yeah, yeah. We can we can cope everywhere else, but just you can deal with injured right backs and other centre halves and all that because Virgil's raising the level of everyone around him. There is something like in a fully fit Liverpool, you clone an Allison. Just because put two goalkeepers in there. Because he has his problems. <laughs> no, no, but you so, so you never have to be without Allison. For the same reason as the Van as, as the Van Dyke stuff, because we're having it like at the moment you've got all these swirling rumours. And I should point out at this point, totally unsubstantiated swirling rumours that Allison is out for the game tonight. Might be. We'll see. Uh, he might have COVID, he might be injured for months. We'll we will doubtless find out probably at the point at which we finish doing this podcast. And it's normally too late to it's add. normally yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm happy with all them suggestions. To be perfectly honest, let us know in the comments who would you clone of the current Liverpool squad? Do you go top heavy, uh, or do you look to bolster you know supplies elsewhere in the elsewhere in the pitch? Is there a shout for Robbo in there as well? 
actually. I think you know the energy that he's got. He's always fit. He's out there. Where else would he play though? Like left. the second Robbo, left wing. Okay, yeah, I'd rather have a second Mane if we're gonna do I'd that. I'd rather have a second Trent if we're gonna do that because oh, yeah. you play Trent. Yeah, I tell you what, could you imagine the amount of goals Salah would score if there was two of him on the pitch? Mm-hmm. I mean, for a start, he'd start passing in the area to himself. Yeah, because he wouldn't mind because his statistics would be boosted either way. Can I have the, the answer just for the just for the positive upbeat of it? Can we can we have a fit Thiago Alcantara? <laughs> yes, that would be lovely. I just <laughs> forgot all about him. <laughs> yeah, for all the same reasons we've listed for all these other players. Except like the thing is, you choose Virgil over him, you choose Alisson over him, you choose all these others because I know how good they can be for us and I know how important they are to us. Thiago Alcantara is the least important player to Liverpool because he hasn't had the chance to establish himself as important to us. I'm told he's world class. Um <laughs> but yeah, I um yeah, I just wouldn't mind seeing him play some games for us. So yeah, that'd be a good, good question. Um, um, right, okay, yes, we're going to dive in. We're going to be talking about the fact that the ticket ballot is underway. Hopefully later on today we'll know who the first 2000s are going to be inside Anfield. The FA Cup draw has been done. Uh, we're going to talk about that and why Liverpool needs to absolutely 100% unequivocally swerve the FA Cup off, um, which is very similar to the conversation we have every year, but more more passionate this time around. And we're going to talk about the state of the fixture pile up in general and, and how a little bit of a little bit of respite it's going to come from Mercer not being in the League Cup, which I think is all part and parcel of the same thing. But first and foremost, uh, yes, we have uh, Ross and I have a book. It is out now. There is, we we sold out of the special editions. We absolutely, twice. totally, utterly underestimated um, the demand for that. We've done that twice. We finally managed to get one more load of those. So if you want a special edition of Champions of Anything, get it here now and here's a little bit more about the book. The second Redmen TV book, Champions of Everything, is available for sale right now. It comes in two editions, the standard edition and the special edition, which comes signed with a custom message of your choice and with a limited edition Redmen TV sticker pack as well. The book is huge. It is A4 size and it is chock full of insight. Photographs uh, from around the world following the mighty Reds, who were reigning European champions, who won the Super Cup, who became champions of the world, and then capped it all off with a 19th league title, becoming champions of England. The book looks at the highs, lows, absolute insanity and bitterness of rival fans, and some of the craziness from our own fan base as well along the way. It is available now on the Redmen TV store. Get involved. There you go. Yes, Champions of Everything is available now in two variations. There's a special edition, which comes signed, and you can have a custom message, and there's a limited edition sticker pack as well. If you just want the standard edition, you can get that as well. Uh, but yeah, get involved with all of it. Uh, it's a wonderful book, wonderful Christmas present for anyone looking for one, or just get it to treat yourself. Um, but yeah, if you want the special edition, I'd get moving, because they'll be gone. They'll be gone very, very soon indeed. Uh, and that, as far as I'm aware, that's it. That's us done on the special editions there. So if you want a signed copy, then get, get it sorted. Um, okay. Gents, uh, first and foremost, the ticket ballot. Um, we, a lot of people, I think, had the realization, Chris, that like, oh yeah, like the Alpo's going to Liverpool City region thing means, yeah, no, no tickets for a, for a variety. But I went through, I was like, well, my uncle, my uncle will be able to come in. No, no, my uncle, he scouts, but he lives in Stockport. Um, these are the these are the the conditions of all this stuff. It's look. It, it, it is what it is. I think everyone had this secret hope that they'd be able to, you know, they'd get a call off Jürgen. Come on, lad, come down, <laughs> come, on, come and get involved. I can't wait to have you back in there, but it's not going to happen. But you know, we will know who the first two thousand are this week. 
Yeah, and um, obviously some of the rules are, you know, L postcode, isn't it? Once you've, if you get a ticket, you're out of it, basically, aren't you? So you're not going back in as far as we know yet, unless they change that. There might not be as much of an uptick as we thought. The, the, the rule on that is that you can't then get another ticket until everyone who's been on it has had. Makes sense. Had, it seems like, to be fair, it's a really fair way of doing things. So I'm really glad that Liverpool have put some thought into it. And obviously this isn't a decision that they've made this week when we knew that Liverpool fans were going to be back in the ground. This is a decision that they've probably been they've probably had well if this happens we're going to do this if this happens we're going to do that so they've kind of already got a good idea of what was coming so brilliant good work by Liverpool there um, I'm a little I, I'm I'm not surprised that everything's going to go photo ID and stuff like that and I feel a bit like VAR in that once that happens that's that for good mm-hmm. and um that could put a, a, a lot of people's noses out of joint a little bit. There's a the double-edged line. sword with it all, because it's like anything. It's like um, the bl- a blanket rule on stuff is always done to punish the worst of people, but it inevitably ends up punishing a lot of very like well-meaning and, and, and innocent people and stuff, and there's lots of that across all walks of life. Because you write the photo, I, I, an example of this is, is yeah, the, the tickets are non-transferable, so it's tied to your mobile phone. And so you can't forward your code on to someone else, and they don't want a photo ID being operation at the at the turnstiles as well. Which, in terms of cutting out touting and all that kind of stuff, you know, and, and the worlds where you know people hoard loads of tickets and, and resell and all that kind of stuff, that's the way to solve that problem. But what it doesn't help with is, let's say, you've got a ticket in your family, and you've been keeping that in your family for years, which I, I, is. I get it. That's not the rules. You, you know, you're meant to use the ticket that's in your name. But like, also, come on, we all know how hard it is to get a season ticket and keeping them within your family. So it's like an accepted ill almost in, in things. I think you feel bad if, say, for example, you have one within your family, but someone in that bracket, say, that you know, they're a certain age or they don't feel comfortable going to a game, but they're paying for a season ticket, so they're still within their rights. So, say, if your dad's got one, he doesn't want to go to the football. Why can't he give it to you? Yeah. That's that's. You're right, he's a bit black and white, isn't it? But they should be able to... You know, and by the out. rules of this, that's all part of the whittling down process, isn't it? Is that if you're not... If you don't everyone's go, probably not... got a chance of going to the game at some point. Yeah. That, you know, yeah. it does it does whittle it down. I, there's nothing there that makes me think it's unfair. Mm-hmm. What Liverpool have done within the remit is very, very fair. Um, there's just going to be a lot of disappointed people as yeah. well. There's, there's always going to be disappointed people, unfortunately. Yeah, transparency was the thing that I think we asked for last week. Was it? You know, just be honest. Tell us what the rules are. And like you said, I've, like I've not seen any uproar from anyone saying we well, can't go. You're right. There will be people that are disappointed, but you know we can't account for everyone's situation. Well, everyone who's got one of those tickets that's in their family goes, yeah, kind of, kind of saw that one coming. Yeah. <laughs> not going to get too angry about it. It's gutting, but. It is the rules, and we're not playing by the rules. It's on us, kind of thing. It's the current situation, isn't it? I mean, again, that's a a, the problem with it. Just looking it down the line, and I don't want to get into the conspiracy theory, you know, sides of all these things. That's going to be a problem. It's not a problem. It's going to go away. This is this is what the clubs have been looking for. What the have been looking for for ages is this opportunity. And again, it's like brand the branding thing. It's like trying to trademark Liverpool and, and trademark on the live a bit. It's to stop all the counterfeiters. But what the rule does is it damages well-meaning people on the on the ground, close to you know, close to to the club and what have you. At the same time with it, so they do have to be careful with that. That you don't end up with a little bit too draconian a system I wonder whether for me anyway and again it's not something that will happen you'll probably see it very strongly enforced my hope is that they reach a point where it's a fair it's it's just an added step an added barrier but the barrier is is not on the gate you know the barrier is 
in the cloud the barrier is in how you purchase tickets but you know when it comes down to it because again you don't want people being turned away at the door who've again my dad, my dad can't go so he gives me his season tickets what's wrong what, what's, what's wrong with that they, they, they'll be like well no you should be reselling that back to the club and all that kind of stuff we're still getting the money aren't they dodgy ground. well exactly yeah. and that's where you've got to be careful because you know that's where you know you end up with instead of having it you pass again it's the, a really good way to bring a young generation through. That's why I got to all my early games. You couldn't get a ticket to Anfield, but my dad would go every now and again and go, "Go on!" Like I got to see a Merseyside derby, the one where we finally won with the, you know, in the in the nineties, um, because my dad just turned up with me on a Saturday morning and went, "I've got something on this afternoon. Here you go." And that was a, a like a passing of the torch almost sort of moment. You don't want to stamp that out because that's gonna that, that's gonna hurt local fans. More than it's gonna, you know, more more than more than anything really. So yeah, I mean, we'll see. Hopefully they'll be sensible with it. They have been quite good at being sensible after the fashion. I'm sure Spinner's a shanker kicked off the arse and they'll be fine. Um, <laughs> yeah, basically. Um, okay, so yeah, we'll see. Good luck, by the way, to anyone who's in the the ballot. Fingers crossed for you. Uh, and let's hope you don't get one of the ones that you. It's a, an absolute nightmare. Did you see that tweet? It was like having never been having never been successful in a, cup, a European Cup <laughs> final ballot. I'm really looking forward to being successful for like Sheffield for Burnley. <laughs> Midweek. Um. <laughs> is, is there any part of it for both? Yeah, that, that kind of doesn't want to go for the fact that it's not in the slightest. Okay, I just want to go. Yeah, I, I, and it'd be nice to be able to pick and choose because there'll be there'll yeah. be better games to have it. And what I'd be like, going that Spurs game in a couple of weeks' time would be amazing because it's just I, I just get to it's a big game which we want Liverpool to win, and I don't care that there's 2,000 people. Um, if I have to make the noise for for, for the missing 52, then I'll try but me, you, I'll try but my best. You can't. Well, you can. That's nonsense. That that like that 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 was a, the Daily Mail blowing that all up. The, the, you can't sing things bollocks. Like the, that that was just the, the the Daily Mail making a bit of a mountain out of a molehill and all that kind of stuff. They're not. What are they going to do? Walk around and tell people to to shush. Tell people to sit down. Yeah. Yeah, they, yeah, they'll be, they'll be set. They'll say, I, again, I, I, it's not going to be anywhere near as draconian. My thing is, I just want to experience it. Like, I, yeah. I, I, I want to know for myself because I've spoken to Jenos who go, oh, it's a bit shit, you know. Mm. Uh, but I want to know. For, with, I want to see it with my own two eyes. I want to feel it. I want to be in there. I want to see what it's like to watch a game like that. And then I might go, yeah, not for me. <laughs> but I want that. I want to be able to make that decision from my own experiences, not from somebody else's. Just yeah, again, it's it's not. Hopefully, we're not far away from it being back to capacity. You know, this time in this time of year, this will hopefully this time of year for now it all seem like a distant memory. Hopefully, and be just be quite weird. Like I've I've, I've watched uh, charity games at Anfield with half capacity and no atmosphere, and I've watched youth cup games with like hundreds of people and, and no atmosphere. I've been I've been in, I've, I've played on the pitch with no one in in the ground. Going to a competitive Liverpool game and seeing what that two, seeing what the two thousands like. It's a big onus on what what will that be like? Will people sing? Will people make an effort to to kind of generate noise? You can't know because you don't know who the who are the two thousand who are going to be in there. Are you going to have two thousand people who, who care? To do that, or you could have a bunch of people who normally sit in the centenary stands, yeah, and just like the experience of going along and watching the football and maybe gently clapping if someone does something spectacular. Tell you what, <laughs> it's a brave lad who takes a flare in there, isn't it? It wasn't me. You don't endanger anyone. You got twenty five seats. Yeah, 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 you should be allowed. Yeah. Ten, yeah, absolutely. Hmm. 
Yes, right, okay, so the FA And then it gets barred off anyway. Oh, God, yeah, I wasted. <laughs> yeah, you pull another one out, um, which you've smuggled in and you wrecked them because that's the only way you're going to get it at this point because there's the full body cavity search, which I guess would break COVID pro- uh, protocols, but there you go. Um, yeah, the FA Cup draw has been done. Liverpool will face Aston Villa. Um, Again. Yeah, and, and, and to be fair, credit to Liverpool for putting that up as like, oh, chance at revenge. No. Could we? I mean, we could do. We could. We could follow this conversation on the lines of, "Oh, isn't it a big opportunity, maybe, to go and get some revenge?" And I, there was a, a very brief moment, Chris, where I, oh, yeah, that was that was one of the thoughts that came into my head. And then I looked at the fixtures. Like, I'm sorry, but I would, you know, Klopp joked the other week about uh, giving Brighton the points. I, if it was an if it was an option that didn't lead to us being docked points in the league or or facing major you know sanctions that would damage the football club, I honestly would be I'd boycott the, the FA Cup this year. I, I wouldn't waste the time. I, I wouldn't to be honest with you. Yeah, you know, for me, well, what have I, what are Villa going to be like at that stage of the season? Now, for me, I I think it's too early to tell. Is what I'm trying to say more than anything. It's not like I wouldn't go right. We're going all in on the FA Cup. No, we're not doing that. But it's it's also like you get Trent back, you get Cater back, you get Shakiri back, you get Thiago back. Um, you, you know, and all of a sudden your squad's looking good, and then you might be looking at you know we're not in the semi final of the Carabao, which will be played that that week of the first FA Cup game. We've got a nine. nine Seven-day gap from our last league game to the first FA Cup game. There's a, that's a full week. Um, that's not true. Is we not playing on the second? We played them in the. We played. I think we played in the same week. I think it's the ninth. Is that? Oh, maybe yeah. you're right. I so we was. play on the second and we play on the ninth yeah. in the FA Cup. So there's a full week. So why couldn't you judge it then? I mean, if you're not playing the FA Cup, you've got basically. 11 days, but I don't think that's... Because you have to play that game. I don't think he's going to go away with oh, the squad yeah. for a week. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I think he could probably take a little look at it and go, do you know what? Aston Villa, I don't know whether they're in the Carabao, probably should have checked. They could have had a game three days prior. Um, you know, They'll be in a similar situation to us and a lot of teams will. So I think it's just a little bit too early for me right now. Now, the issue is the fourth round. Well, this the is, fourth round yeah. is, is all of a sudden between Manchester United and Tottenham Hotspur. Um, but then you've got... It's not like it's two days. You've got six days between United and the fourth round. Mm-hmm. And then you've got four days after the FA Cup fourth round and Tottenham. So again, I just think right now, if you get your squad back together, roughly speaking, then you've got an opportunity there to go deep in the FA Cup. Now, you could say... Look, That's a big come, if, though, isn't it? Yeah, of course. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah I suppose Probably you're right. the biggest if of all. Mm, I think Trent will be back by the time the FA Cup comes round. I think Thiago will be back by the Cup comes round. I think... They'll be Kate back. No, they'll definitely be back. But and then you've got games to get the match fitness, which is not a bad thing either. Yeah, um, I think that logic works in a normal season. But the problem is, is that we might get someone back, but they're not. They're not there's no odds that they're staying the, that, back. The, the, the issue there, I suppose, is that it's both sides of the argument, as it were, is mights, mm. ifs, and buts, and, and which is what I'm saying. You don't make your decision yet. You do make your decision when when you've had Christmas because it could be that you've had Christmas and we've got another five injuries. Oh yeah, you know what I mean. And yeah. then I'm like, I'm gonna go. Well, that was a stupid idea three weeks ago, but it's based on what's happening. If you follow, if you follow for me, if you follow the trends now, the idea of Liverpool not having a break from football between now and the end of the season, which is effectively what what is the case. The FA Cup weeks, and you can't fuck the third round off. So what I'm saying, boycott, I'm not going to boycott the third round. Uh, I, you know, it, it's to demonstrate the point. I would be putting a team of 
I, I, no senior players will be playing in that game for me unless you need to get a couple of lads up to match fitness. My point is is that Liverpool should be doing everything in their round to not progress to the fourth round because when you look at the fixture run, the only free week that Liverpool have between then and April is the fourth round of the FA Cup. That's the only week off at all in any of, in any of the fixtures. It's, three, it's two games a week other than that. And if you do that, then it's another any any other options down the line. It's going to be more two games. It's going to be it's going to be more fixtures added to it. I I wonder whether there's a psychological thing of just saying because particularly because you've got the Man United game in there as well. Get to the Man United game because you can get you can say right put everything into that point and then breathe. And that's the only respite this this squad is going to get. And again the big and again it's lucky right it's fear at the moment. But if you were to if you were to plot how the season's going to go, we're not going to have less. In, we're not we're not going to be less injured because we've our players fall to bits in, at this that point of the season normally because we go super hard because two games a week in January and we're normally an absolute quivered mess by the time we get to get to January. I can't imagine a world where that's ever going to be better by the time we get to the FA Cup games. No, and I think it's, it partly ties into the Carabao Cup that's coming up this month. You know, we're all made up, but you know, well, not made up, but we're kind of that we're not in it because the players get a rest. But again, that comes back to the situation that we're in. We've got all these injuries, so it's ideal now for us not to be in it because, well, A, it's against Manchester City <laughs> and B, you know, it's in the middle of, what, three fixtures within a week and we're all laughing at Everton for being it. The other crew injuries and all these other teams that are still in that competition will do it. It's not even just the fourth round, it's the fifth round that's between Man City and Leicester City. So it's all, you know, our chances or, or risk of getting more injuries between now and then. I, I think you're right, you know, Trent will come back. Everyone that you named, I've got a good chance of being back for that. But then are you forced to then play those players that aren't 100%? The Liverpool aren't known for doing that, but we've never been in the situation before where we've had so many injuries where you're asking people to go again and again and again. Like James Milner, injured. If Genie plays tonight, you know, what's the chance of him getting injured again? Well, why are we playing him? Because there's nobody else. You could, you, you're right, if what's amazing, you could find yourself in a situation in January, February and March on what are you, what are you left with it we, towards the end. We joke, it's become like an in-joke among Liverpool fans, like the the warm weather training camp that we always seem to come back worse from. Um, but like, they do that for a reason. You know, there's a, there's a, there's player safety and fitness and health issues. Like we were talking about before, they fucked the, and we were talking about the other day and I got it wrong, they fucked the winter break thing off because they looked at the fixture calendar and went, well, the, 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 the season's a month shorter. How do we fit it in? Oh, there's a spare weekend there. Let's put a, let's, let's put a game in there. Idiots. No, no, it's, it's, it's this, and this is the point, is that there is no letting up. There is no busy period. It's a, it's, it's a fucking busy season. And look, Liverpool might find a way, find a situation where they put a team in no marks out and they end up in the fourth round. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. I suppose that's saying. what I'm kind of saying is that like, again, you know, if buts and maybes, you might need those games to bring others up to speed mm, yeah. because because all of a sudden, you know, you've got two games against Manchester United and Tottenham and let's say Trent's a little bit like coming back and he's not played for two and a half months. Well, that FA Cup round with the kids might actually be a fairly decent one to get 45 in his legs. Yeah. You know, and that's why for me, generally speaking, I don't want to go and, and Liverpool to go out and win the FA Cup, but those early round fixtures dependence on injuries could become useful to us in some ways. It's an interesting point actually. I mean you're right. I mean the the the, the counterpoint to it all is that it's it's you've got to make it it's not just an eleven, isn't it? It's a it's an eighteen. And we see this when we put it we if I look at the Atalanta side as an example of this, it's great putting certain lads in because certain lads are gonna need game time, but it's who else? Because your dependables are normally the lads who go in there. So Milner's normally in them games, and you'll put Genie in them games, and you'll have you know one of your good centre halves in there just to keep it t- ticking over. It's brilliant for them, but at the moment, and again, this is we can only judge it from where we are where we are right now. It's that idea of having to add another fixture where something somebody's gonna have to double dip. Someone's gonna have to go another game. Just to put it again, unless we go with the, the route that we saw last season, where Klopp goes naturally, you know what? I'm just yeah, gonna put and the, I suppose good, so. the other thing is as well, you've got the January transfer window now. I think it's probably too early for that first fixture, but if Liverpool get the business done on the first of January, then it could be a good game to bring mm. a centre half in alongside maybe Reese Williams. He might not have played for a couple of weeks because then you're looking at probably we're in the gap of Champions League games. Maybe Nat Phillips is playing every game at this point. Reese Williams' fitness has kind of tailed a little bit. You've got a new centre half in. You want to give them a game in a game that. You're not really asked about either way. Mm-hmm. Again, could could be come useful. Might not be. Might be an absolute pain in the arse. Might be the worst thing ever. But right now, I just think it's too early to to say one way or the other. I think you have to take it on individuals. You know, Trent was a, was a good example. He might be fine, but you know, then you've got two games after that. Well, if Trent's not playing football, and Nico Williams isn't about, and James Milner's not about. You know, you have to assess the squad as a whole, as and when. So can you play Trent for three games in one week because you've got you've got no one else or you know a to you know we've seen you can't do that and uh, Matip can't play three games in one yeah. week. But it, you, there's no chance, no one here amongst all of this, no one's going full strength for Aston Villa, right? And yeah. I don't think Aston Villa are going full strength for mm-hmm. Aston Villa, yeah. 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 <laughs> and yeah, again, so with this point of like. It's like there'll be revenge or all these kinds of it's a fucking absolute nonsense. I can't. Well, I'd still be saying that to the young lads because I'd be saying that about last year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, good point. But yeah, there's no way. I, there's, there's no way this 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 gets treated. I mean, the FA Cup has been a is getting undermined season on season. There is no chance that this is like going to be a resurgence for it. Even because again, it boils down to it. There's plenty of clubs who would love a trophy. I was having this chat about you know because the, the League Cups are an interesting conversation because looking at the the quarter final fixtures. So you've got Brentford, Newcastle, Arsenal, City on, on on December 22nd, Stoke, Spurs, and then Everton United on the 23rd. And the and the Everton boys are already like, oh well, that's it. We're we're done and dusted. And I'm like, 
like, well, all they need is all they need is a trophy. It's like, well, you just need a trophy, but you know, someone something has to give in all of these situations. The thing is, it's like you can capitalize on these. Someone needs to go and capitalize, but the problem is, in this season, more than ever, if you choose to steal a march, and this, Everton fucked themselves by going and for, going for this competition because they played, they went hard in the uh, in that in that was it the last round of the round before and picked up two injuries in that game, and they've never quite recovered off the back of it. So. For as much as the will might be there to go, this is our season to get an FA Cup, you're running for it, you could find yourself hobbled yeah. and not actually able to go for that's it. In the the, same that's way. the thing for everybody. Yeah. You know, it, It's that short blanket syndrome, isn't mm. it? If you go for the FA Cup, you pull it up and then all of a sudden your league might be damaged because of it. And actually, if you're going to prioritise anything this season, Everton should be looking at the league. Um, Villa should be looking at the league. Leicester should be looking at the league. Get a little bit further up, maybe get a few better signings in. Try and get yourself into that top eight consistently such that you're in the conversation every year. You know, Everton Everton really this season should have been looking at top four, or, or at least, and they are probably still looking at top six, but they're going to find it difficult if they're in three competitions because this squad's not made for it. Yeah, it's, so what the board of these clubs want as well, because it's all right saying Carlo needs a trophy or Everton need a trophy. Well, what's the monetary value in a Carabao Cup? It's fuck all. Mm. And even more so when you compare it to, you know, if Everton go for Europa League. I'm, I think they'd much rather that. It's not about the monetary value, though, for some managers, is it? It's the... No, but the, the board will, will, will say to go go for this because we need European football. We need we need to get, a, you know, particularly for the likes of Everton, get a foot in the door in, oh, in, in Europe. Yeah. And, and getting the, the proverbial monkey off the back as well. From yeah, the number, oh, and, and then that, that again, attracts more players okay Everton in Europe now we're not playing once a week whatever else it all adds up doesn't it yeah definitely but it's it's, a, it's going to be a, a fascinating thing again it just boils down for me there's never been a year more we, we sit here every single year and say the same thing I've got no problem with the FA Cup at all if you if Liverpool can find a way normally speaking I, my opinion is generally like if you can if you can not go too hard in it and find yourself all of a sudden you're in the fifth round and you've not over committed to it then you might as well Prioritize it by that point because you're only a couple of games away from Wembley and whatever. And we always say you can't, you don't want to be out of cup competitions because what if you cocked, what if you cocked the, the round of sixteen? And bear in mind, we're not even qualified for the round of sixteen yet. So we're all, we're saying all these things. All of a sudden, if we if we cock up Ajax and Midland, we might be going oh, go on the go on the FA Cup. But equally, the league getting another league title is so important, and we we've we are so decimated by the strains of this season. That I, personally, I can't find any, I can't find any motivation towards that because all I'm looking at is it is that four, FA Cup fourth round week as an oasis in the middle of a of a dry desert with where everyone's just going to be crawling the way to it, and if you all of a sudden you find yourself there with no football to play, what if you what if flip side what if you um, what if you play the kids against Villa the the get a victory and then. Somehow, Marine do Tottenham, and you play Marine in the fourth round. This is the thing with with all of these things. The draws can open up to you. They can mm. shut the door on you very easily as well. But yeah. they can open up to you. It's like, what you were saying before is right about the FA Cup fifth round. And I say the same about the Carabao. If you somehow manage to get to the semi final, you might go. Oh, I can smell a trophy there. You know what I mean. My my feeling and all this, and it's the same as the league because there was a lot of people who who looked at the league cup and were like, "That's gutted. We're out." I want to be in it. I want to win in more fixtures. And there's a, a very brief part of me like, yeah, come on, because you've got like you just had them two games and you're done with it until December. And but that was fine thinking in September. I would not want to be. I am made up. Like I know Jürgen's got the problem with the early kickoff for the Crystal Palace game before it, but 
Liverpool playing the early kickoff on the Saturday and then not playing again until half four the following Sunday and having that week off is an absolute godsend. Can you imagine, again, given everything that we've gone through right now, all of a sudden you've got Man City in the middle of that week? Because there's no... Even if you're going second string... We're not we're saying this. What's Liverpool's second string? You know, Klopp has asked this, how, Klopp has asked this question in the press conference... How are you prioritising? He was like, I haven't got enough players to prioritise. There's lads who just have to have to. He's play. also being asked about two different competitions, though. Yeah. So it, it makes much it makes much more sense. Klopp's answer when it's Champions League yeah. and Premier League, it's completely different. If he was asked about the Carabao, because he'd have just thrown the kids on that week, for yeah. example. Yeah. Um, and and the kids that we're not even used to seeing at the moment, maybe you like so you Leighton Clarkson and all them lads would probably get a little kick about. That's the other thing with the FA Cup as well. You know, yes, we've got a really tough. Fair, the third round, sorry. Um, the fourth round, not necessarily anywhere near as tough. Yeah. There's still loads and loads of football clubs still in it. You could get someone relatively easy that you just think, yeah, okay, that's yeah. fine. And, you know, we've seen... We've seen Klopp give more and more power to different people in the football club, and he's not scared of putting the kids out. Now, we was forced into it last year, of course, but, again... <sighs> I, I, I'm not I'm not able to sit here right now and go fuck the FA Cup off. Mm. The problem we had, I think I think you were saying it before we were filming, is there's lads who normally you'd be like FA Cup great because it gives them some experience, like Nico Williams and Curtis Jones. They're actually off. They're playing football games for us now because we've got no choice but to but to play them at this point, and that's why you might be able to rest them though. <laughs> no, 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 yeah, 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 true enough, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that's, but yeah. That's part of the problem, isn't it? We're not having this conversation because the team that we're playing week in, week out in the Premier League and Champions League is close to a second string. Yeah. We basically played that cup, I said this, we, we, that Atalanta side was a League Cup team that we put out there, with the exception of the goalkeeper. Like, if you play Adrian in that game deliberately, that's, you know, because, again, you've got this few kids who are your third or fourth, fifth, whatever, your third choice in their positions... And then you've got a couple of lads who are around the fringes who, who come in and do jobs in those games. The Milner, the Milner team, as it were. And then you've got a couple of lads who need the game time to get up to speed. And then you've got one or two of you nailed on first teamers just to fill the number, just to make sure that it's it's competitive. Um, if we played that team in the League Cup, we'd be and we got, and got beat. We go out after the League Cup team, whereas the Champions League, we were like we presumed it, it, it applied differently. Yeah, my, my my can I can I look by this FA Cup? What third round? Maybe the fourth round. You could have hopefully Adrian, Nico, who's not in the first team at this point because Trent's back. Reese Williams, Nat Phillips, Costas Chimacas, James Milner, Naby Keita. Ox, maybe, at this point. Arigi, Minamino, Shakiri. Yeah. And if that's, that's what the, I'm saying, oh, is, yeah, yeah, again, yeah. we just don't know oh, right exa- now today. 100%, exactly. And if that's the case, it's not a problem. But again, as I say, and again, we can't know because we're talking to pure speculation. And this is not me being, but this is not me being a super pessimist in this situation. This is, it would be insane. Like what? A, what beyond lucky if we're able to have those? If those like if half of those lads aren't our actual first team by that point, then look, you know, if they're even if half of those lads are even fit and available, like 
Jedge Kelly. Go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. He'll have been back for let's get, three weeks and out for three weeks bet, and yeah. back for another week yeah, by then, Paul. Yeah, what are you talking about? Yeah, let's get a bet on Jedge Kelly and Naby Keita being fit and available for any game of football in the in the, in the dead of winter and all the things. You, yeah, you just you just don't know, do you? Um, no, I'd be, I'd be, I, I, it's one of the, for me, again, it goes back to it. Like, we were, we were gutted that we didn't get to do Atletico Madrid. But not having to play in the summer and having even a limited preseason, I've no idea what we would look like now if we played until the last week of August. I just know, you know, I don't know who would still be available to jo- to join on the pitch. We were gutted about we, about it not be not continuing the league because it's a good chance to pick up a little bit of additional. So well, you've won the league, you've won the Champions League. This is the season when you should just go and hoover up a load of extra trophies. Actually, I'm made up that we're not in it because it gives us a little bit of a, a little bit of a pause. And you're right. If the if the situation presents itself where we've got an opportunity to give games time to a load of lads who really needed to get back up to speed, that third round could prove invaluable. But my sneaky suspicion, looking at the world and how it's panning out right now, is that if we've all of a sudden got a week spare in in January, when let's say Man City, Man City have got another game of football, and Spurs have got another game of football, and Chelsea have got another game of football, it'll feel a bit gutted at the time but when they are all literally in a ditch by the time we get to March then there's a slight positive to us actually taking it less seriously than than, than ever um, but did, yeah do you see the final question in the press yesterday no so uh, someone from the Netherlands asked Jürgen Klopp he said do you think the amount of fixtures has led to the amount of injuries that you've got <laughs> why the fuck are you asking that yeah. like throwing a social grenade like, he fucking went at the end yeah 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 <laughs> fucking stupid it's just, it's just obvious isn't it but no I must admit there's a, there's a little part of me looking ahead to the, the, the fixtures and stuff when you look at those League Cup games and Spurs and City who I still think will be the two closest challenges to us this season, having that one extra game of football, regardless of how seriously or not they take it, is like rubbing hands together territory. Because again, look at City's thing. They, they when is their game in hand? No, it's not been decided yet. And this is this is another these things. The the more games that you rivals have to play, we've always said this about about City. City fucked themselves because it was great, great that they won all those cup competitions. But they just added loads of extra fixtures onto themselves, and all of a sudden, all those lads who they needed to depend on, all their best players, who were all getting a little bit long in the tooth, have all have, have absolutely goosed the, the the legs and all that stuff. Is it so, the same for United? Are they still one back because of all yeah. the European stuff as well? And Villa is the other, the other one, obviously. Villa just a particular point before Villa aren't in the League Cup anymore. Um, and and for the latter stages, the domestic cup competitions, you've then got a catch up date. So there's there's three different dates of where within the space of three days. So it's fine having a reward against a semi-final or a final. You get knocked out. Well, two days later, you're playing in the Premier League. Mm, yeah. It's 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 absolute madness this season because I mean, we were talking um, just before about the the winter break and how they've they've biffed that off ridiculous this year. The one year where you need it more than absolutely ever, and you've decided to get rid of it. The problem we've got at the moment is that it was such a rush around, and everyone was thinking that the season will be back to normal by December and all that type of stuff. No one actually gave any serious consideration to what might happen. I mean, like you look at Newcastle now, like that game might get postponed if they're not allowed in the training facility or whatever. And then you've got another fixture to throw in further down the line. This should have been built into this somehow, some way, a buffer, and that buffer needed to have come from the European Championships unfortunately they got, and they've been fucked because they've gone Champions League and European competitions have to be played until as I said the, third, the end of the third week of August pretty much and then these Euros have to start so you've got to start and finish your entire campaign and they've done that thing of like 
trimming off what they can, so they fucked off FA Cup replays and they fucked off the, the two-legged semi-final for the League Cup, which they should have done anyway. Sad. I mean, I get the nostalgia on the FA Cup. So the, there is a value to the FA Cup replays. I don't want to totally poo-poo that, like, but all told. And, yeah, it's it, we've said this before, the two rigid structures, it's the trash compactor the, the analogy. Except the players are in the middle getting yeah, squished. Yeah, 100%. And that, 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 that's, the, that's the big problem with it. And you're right, it doesn't factor in all those extra things. What happens if? What happens if a game has to be postponed because of because of COVID? There's no allowances for that because they've filled every spare gap with everything that they possibly possibly can, and not not made any allowances. I said, I, 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 great, and hopefully, hopefully, uh, you know, a vaccine comes, and that will take away that the pressure of players going out with with COVID, which will help. But it's not going to give us any more games. In fact, it's probably going to hurt footballers in some regards because if you're asymptomatic and you've got to isolate, you at least you're getting two weeks off intense physical activity, which is going to go away if that if that goes. Is there, is there a gap between the group stage and a, the last, the final stages of the Euros? Of the Euros? Yeah, because if people got to play a game then, just go back to the Premier League and go, we can play. That's where they're going to fit it in, aren't they? What do you mean the group stage is what? The Euros? Yeah. Did you mean Champions League? No, Euros. I was, I was, oh, the group stage of the Euros, Euros. to the finals yeah. of the Euros. No, no, no I don't think so. Just, just cram a Premier League game in there. Oh, yeah, 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 game and then carry on. Yeah, yeah, you no. go back out on the swing and you'll be home anyway. Yeah, it's mad. And even like that, the, the the Champions League finals, the 29th of May, as well. So even the Champions League finals a little bit, a little bit earlier on the whole thing. It's um, yeah. I I nice. think I think some it's players I think some players will opt out of the Euros. I, this is the problem. I, I can you see that Troy Deeney fucking moron talking about like the um, the, pro, the the concussion protocol stuff and how like players know when they're fine, they'll play on, and it's like no, they don't. That's the, the whole that's point. The point of being concussed, mate. Um, this is the thing. With, you're right. I, hopefully, and, and and I wonder whether. And this is this is the this is a, a tricky situation because again, it's not going the Daily Mail are not gonna and the Sun are not gonna take this into account. But there should be pressure from club managers on. On a few players and go on, lad. This might be where we actually see the benefits of agents. Because there might be an agent just whistling in someone's ear there going like, look, mate, your contract here, you've got four years, you've just done two years there, completely solid. You've been dead lucky not to pick up an injury. But if you want that big spin, your short career, all that type of stuff, you've got to make your money now, that ain't making you no money. Mm. Making sure you're fit and available in the Premier League or whatever big league it is might be the one where they just go. You the might have is, to sit this one out. Soon. The problem is agents look at it and go for shop the, window. hundred percent. You know, you if all of a sudden you're a you scored a massive goal in the Euros and you're the talk of the town. That's just going to make your contract negotiations a little bit easier, yeah, isn't it? Barosh. But like, but look at those players. I mean, again, it's <laughs> fucking bad. No, but it's the but it's the problem. Like, look at the lads who we would most need it for. Andy Robbo, not a chance in no. hell he's not going to the Euros no. if he's available. He would drag himself on one leg, and you know, just for just for the the, the pride that they. And I'd that. accept that, 100%. and I'm fine with that. No problem. Trent Alexander Arnold on the other side, right? Young lads, scouts. So we'd be like, oh no, but like, four more tournaments in me, probably yeah, maybe more. But also most competitive position in England's entire squad, right back. You know, if he doesn't establish himself, we've seen top quality footballers never make it in England because they they miss their window of opportunity to establish themselves. Jordan Henderson, he's gonna be if if he you know if he's lucky he might end up as captain for you know for the Euros again, last bigger half for him, thirty years old. You're gonna tell Jordan Henderson he's not going, he should do. And he should say, well Liverpool's more important. But 
short careers and all that kind of stuff. Doesn't need to make any more money. He's gonna be. He's gonna. You know. He's done everything he needs to do in his career. Maybe getting. I mean. Crashing and burning horrendously at the Euros, let's make it. But the, the dream of maybe going and being the guy who adds the trophy lift. Isn't it our year? Isn't it our year this year? Yeah, it always are. Um, <laughs> um, you know, and again, these these are the issues we're going to find all, all all over the place. If you're a superstar, the team's built around you, and you get to go and be yeah, boy your dreams of all that. If you're a fringe lad or you're playing for a lesser nation and all that kind of stuff like it's, it's got more importance to you I'd be more the English lads just go yeah fuck that we're not going to win anyway yeah. we're going to get to the quarters and we're going to get knocked out again mm. I'm going to get berated in the newspapers for, for months maybe years afterwards yeah. it's not worth the stress yeah. no, it depends what they do with next season as well because they've got to go into that and then straight into a World Cup. But I can't imagine they're going to do something similar to the season where they go okay you finish a tournament well, it's not straight into a World Cup is it no, because it's, pretty, it's but it's, it's from the Euros, if you get to the last stages of that, what you're talking, end of June, big, big, mid, mid, well, mid, this mid is the thing, no one's answered the question yet of what the fuck the, 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 the 22 23 season looks like. Yeah. Because, of course, it's confusing. I, I can't wrap my head around where, where it falls season wise because it's not. It's midway through, not next season, the season after, isn't it? The um, the, the the World Cup at this. Oh shit! Yeah, yeah, because it's <laughs> so we don't know what that kind of looks like. So at least in that regard, it means next summer should be clear. But doubtless, some idiots will fill it with another fucking the, the Club World Cup will be like, right, Club Major Major. There's two days there. Let's yeah. get nine so, fixtures in. Yeah, yeah. Afcon will be like, right, we've we've missed one. We'll do two. We'll do two African Cup of Nations in one. The Confederations summer. Cup literally did that, didn't they? Went from like a four-year cycle to a two-year cycle, and then just went back-to-back years to get into it. It was mad, like yeah, stupid. So yeah, we'll have to. We'll, we've got all that to look forward to. Um, but yeah, let's leave those anything we discussed in the comments section um, underneath. Thank you so much to everyone who sent comments in. Thank you so much to everyone uh, who dropped a like on this on YouTube. If you're on podcasting services, do give it a five-star review if you can. That always helps. Um, yeah, pick up the book while you can and grab yourself a, a Christmas sweatshirt from the Redman TV merch store again while you can uh, we've got another was it what do you think less than two weeks yeah. yeah probably between 10 and 12 days yeah to get guaranteed Christmas delivery in the UK I need to stress on that um, the guarantee date has passed elsewhere you can still order things by all means but obviously yeah, you might well get it but we can't guarantee it by the post uh, so yeah get involved with some Christmas stuff cheer yourself up or celebrate some wonderful successes of the past um, uh, we'll give you a little closer look at that in video form in a moment. But, gents, thank you very much. It's been a, um, I would say, pleasure. That wouldn't be your fault. It's just that fucking, it's very hard to find wonderful, happy things to talk about in the moment. Hopefully, um, that will all come a bit later in the week. Thanks very much. See you in Austin. Ta-da. <laughs>